authors were extracts from the forthcoming documentary, An Artist Creates, a searing portrait and insight into the mind of one of the greatest exponents of art, youth and beauty of recent times, Darren Cheek. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds, the football episode. Did you get my message? Yeah, can we talk about your message? Can we also talk about the fact that you're late? One minute late. Two minutes, actually. That's 100. No, it's now 14.31. No, it's 14.32. What time are you on? It was 14.31 when I unmuted. I know. I've had a bad day today. Don't get at me. The point is, I know we get all deep and intimate and naked in these podcasts, but I really do not need to know if you are in the bedroom with your partner and when he's about to exit you. Some things I do not need to know. And I don't appreciate that sort of text, to be honest. (laughs) And whoever he is, is in the bedroom and apparently you're waiting his exit. I don't need- Yeah, exit from the- (laughs) I don't need to know that sort of stuff. That's too much information. It's a little bit like my mum and dad having sex. And what happened when they did that? Lots of terrible things, apparently. I can't see you, by the way. I can only see your nose and mouth. Yeah, wow. that's better. Actually, it's quite pleasant not seeing your eyes. Go back to where you were. Is that because I'm hidden by something? By yes, me? hidden by jars of disgusting pickles. Two massive jars of pickles. Two massive, beautiful jars of pickles. So I think we're linking this to the chilies. Well, yeah, I mean, in a way we are, although I wouldn't pretend that the chilies were homemade. They were very edible and very... Uh, tasty however these beautiful pair of massive jars of homemade pickled onions that you see in front of you are made by my very own fair hands so I thought it'd be fun today to eat two jars of homemade pickled onions during this podcast that is not true I just thought I'd bring you some of my pandemic art to share I know how you love it when I bring art to um to our podcast so I've bought you some art. I've bought you some pandemic pickling. So you've had a difficult day. Yeah. Do you know what? Not only have I fallen over once today, and it's not funny because I've really hurt myself. I've fallen over twice. I went for a walk this morning and I slipped on a uh, patch of mud and landed flat on my back and slammed my head on the ground. And then I put my the bins out and I slipped on the front doorstep and I landed flat on my back on the front doorstep as well so I'm probably going to be moving around a bit just because I don't want my back I've, I've slammed my back twice I don't know why I'm laughing it wasn't funny uh, so I'm probably going to get a bit shifty because I don't want it to seize up I think I'm all right but you know sometimes you don't get the pain straight away one one no 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 <laughs> uh I know I, all serious you have all of my empathy and sympathy for the fact that you are gravitationally challenged um <laughs> I, honestly, I give you my heart. It's like twice in one morning. Yeah, twice in one morning, and not to mention putting yourself underneath your kitchen cupboard. That's being replaced on Tuesday. It's going back up. Do you want to talk about your kitchen cupboard? <laughs> well, people that listen to Mr. Burt's podcast, which obviously you don't, because you didn't know about my leak, will know. I don't want to know about your partner exiting you, and I don't want to know. We, I thought we banned all chat about your lost me bag. I thought we'd you, chat about that very earlier on. 
due to the <laughs> due to the fact I never clean, as has been pointed out to me by you, uh, obviously because you were snooping around the kitchen when you were here on your own. There was so much dust on top of the cupboard that it collapsed onto the floor. You know what? We've been working together a little bit too long because you knew I was going to poke you about how messy your flat was when I came around. And, and now you've stolen my a potential joke of mine that actually it was the amount of dust and dirt on top of your cupboard that made your cupboard fall down. Uh, just because you said it first, that just makes it truer. And the fact that you were obviously in the kitchen when I wasn't there on a ladder looking at the top of my cupboards is quite disturbing. Yeah, I was I was leaving you a little package. What, tomatoes? <laughs> we'll come back to the tomatoes. No, we used to, like, when in, the, in our touring days, uh, if ever we had hideous landlords or landladies, like our, our theatrical digs, which quite often you did, just the bizarrest people, we'd leave them little packages on top of their cupboards. So we'd go and buy some prawns and then we'd open the prawns and we'd just leave a couple of prawns on top of the cupboard because of course nobody ever looks on top of their cupboards as was proven by the amount of dust and dirt on yours. Uh, and so we'd leave a couple of prawns on their cupboard and then of course for months and years afterwards their house and their home would stink and that taught them for being bad people. It's a horrible nasty thing to do. That, no, but we only did it to horrible and nasty people in my defence. But you don't know what made those people horrible and nasty. They probably had extremely traumatic childhoods. Do you know what? If you don't know Which how, you should be sympathetic with. If you don't know how to be with people, don't work in the service industry. And the consequences of doing things like that, you have no idea what the consequences were. It's very childish behaviour from somebody who works in the mental health. Oh, th this was pre-mental health, I have to say. Oh, 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 that's right. You can do what you want then. I mean, I'm talking about extremely nasty people. I'm talking about people who's you turn up to a and b in Winchester. Let's not name it the B&B. <laughs> but we know it's in Winchester. It's in Winchester. And you walk in with your rucksack on your back. And don't a, start the rucksack. What part of the north are you from with your rucksack? And, a, and, and this one woman went, watch the paintwork. And that was, oh no, this is the same woman that actually told us off for being early. So we travelled with our show all the way from um, Welsh Wales, right the way to Winchester. And we happened to arrive an hour earlier than we said we would. And she knew we were coming from Welsh Wales. And she was like, you're early. That was how this, this lady said hello to us. Uh, then she told, then she barked at us and snapped at us about watch the paintwork as, as we went in. Um, and then, I mean, there was a zillion of these anecdotes. Anybody that's toured has a, a zillion of these anecdotes, but this same landlady, then made us order our breakfast for the. She wouldn't serve us breakfast until we ordered breakfast for the next day. So she wanted to know what we wanted bre for breakfast on Tuesday when we were sat for breakfast on Monday. She wouldn't serve us our Monday breakfast until we told her what we wanted for breakfast on Tuesday. It was quite a traumatic week in Winchester, I have to say. So she got some prawns left on top of her cupboard in the kitchen. Personally, I find all her behaviour quite acceptable and probably I would behave in quite a similar manner if I was running a digs. I'm sure you would. Can we talk about your dirty flat? So, no, the shelf, which wasn't funny, the shelf was attached to a cupboard. The shelf had too many books on it, which was absolutely hands up our fault. The yes. shelf was attached to a cupboard, a long, thin cupboard, and the shelf came down, bringing the cupboard with it because they were attached. And the reason is because we're in an old Edwardian flat behind the, the plasters on... Uh, what was it called? Steve, sort of... Can I just check? Is this a long story? No, it's a short story. 
No, it's not. Uh, any, anyway, there's no, strips you know of this. You know, you know when people say, uh, to make a long story short, you passed that point about five minutes ago. Yeah, well, yeah, because you I never do. read that with your stories, Why do you? keep showing me your cut elbow? Well, I'm just showing you that I actually fell out and I have really damaged myself. I, like I say, you have my heart, you have my... So, you are gravitating. Anyway, challenged. behind the plaster in these in these age things, there is strips of wood, and but there's gaps between the wood and the person that put, the, has put all our kitchen stuff on the wall has basically put the screws into the gaps between the wood. So he screwed them into plaster and nothing else. So we're going to have to have the whole lot down and the whole lot put back up again on Tuesday. I'm going very stressful week next Tuesday because I've got to empty the cupboards tomorrow. Story is over. Uh, people who listen to this podcast, they find this podcast and me particularly at Beacon in hard times. They are very worried about my life because if I go down, we all go down. Let's face it. I'm quite worried about your life as well. The fact that you've got to the point where you're now gravitationally challenged is very, very worrying. So now you're eating... Oh, uh, I'm not going to eat the whole jar. I've done that gag. This is homemade pickled ginger and radish. How lovely. So that was made on the 6th of October, that one. Uh, so that's jar number three. That's uh, pickled uh, ginger and radish. Very yeah, nice. You said, can you make sure you say that three times? Because I've noticed actually when I've been editing, I've been a bit sad because you've stopped saying everything three times. I know. Well, I thought I'd make your editing easier. I'm, I, do you know what I'm also going to do is get you a Zimmer frame. Uh, so that we can keep you standing up on flat surfaces. And I don't mean a Zimmer frame, I mean like the, the, the trolley with the three wheels, like the little triangle trolley. I'm going to order you one of those so that we can keep you standing up on flat surfaces because we don't want you falling over because we know what happens. It, it all escalates, doesn't it? Then you need to get your hip replaced. Then you get lonely. Uh, then you start, you, then you forget to change your bag. I'm glad the bag's made a comeback, to be honest. That's yeah, been, all the way from the pilot episode. All the way from the pilot episode, right the way into the second series. That's amazing. But I'm not going to, like I say, I'm a mental health professional. I'm not going to tease you about your bag. I am, however, going to tease you about the fact that you can't stand up on flat surfaces. The fact that you are gravitationally challenged. There you are. I've said that three times now. Is that apple tizer? Uh, it's apple juice. Entirely different drink because it's got no sparkle in it. Look. I have no idea what it is. It looks like urine. So I can see another jar. I can see jar number four has got some purple stuff. Is that beetroot? Oh, no, that's red cabbage. Mm, so of course it is. About, the good thing about the ginger is that's very quick. What you've got like a short attack. Oh, Tesco. Is that where you Tesco what? That's the original jar. Originally it was Tesco pickles, silver skin onions. Yeah, it's not though, is it? Now it's ginger and rabbit. Well, I don't. That's yeah. what you say. Don't confuse yourself. No, the, the thing about the pickled ginger and, and radish is if you've got a short attention span like me, that's a great one because it pickles really quickly. That's like a 48 hour job. Red cabbage takes a little bit longer. Look at that beautiful red cabbage. That's a big, is it, where's that Tesco? Is that Tesco jar? It's a jar. Yeah, can, where's, the, where's it from? I'm interested. <sighs> oh, it's not Tesco listeners. It's Sarsen's pickling vinegar jar. Really good for your liver. Is it? Vinegar's really good for your liver, yeah. Like any balance, but actually it's a good way to flush your liver out. If like Stephen Thompson, you like a tipple. I don't need to flush my liver out. Mount you drink, you do. Cheers. Is it time for the football segment? <laughs> are we having a football segment, are we? I think so. <laughs> yeah, why not? No, football. <laughs> That went well. We will include that every week. 
we'll include that football segment every week. I think you and I were both shared our as much profound knowledge of football as we both. Actually, that's not true. You know, I used to play a lot of football, right? Um, anyway, jumping all over the place, having been at your house for a few hours and just having taken three days to recover with my sneezing from the amount of dust and <laughs> clutter. It was the clutter that I actually came out in a rash about. It wasn't even the dust. It was the clutter. Um, Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Dallas. Now, now, you see, Debbie does Dallas has gone. Right. Debbie does Dallas went to the tip yesterday. To the tip? You could have got some money on those on, on, on eBay or... Not on videos, you can't. Uh, Debbie does Clacton went. <laughs> and Debbie does Forest Hill, or was it Forest Gate? I can't remember which. Yeah, is, is it, yeah. Again, we're yeah. back into your isms and your prejudice. You're going to like be slagging Norfolk and Suffolk. Again, no, I'm just stating, just, just stating that Debbie does Forest something. That's gone. So you just basically you didn't have a nice landing, of course, did you? You just used that as an excuse to get into my flat. You know how we don't name people on this podcast for obvious reasons. Like, we don't name your partner that was exiting you just before... Um, I'm not including that, so don't keep bringing it up. Um, I, which I think is bad time management, to be honest. You know how we don't name people? I think... I, I don't quite... I mean, it's sweet and it's cute, but I don't quite understand why you've translated one foreign language that I'm learning into another foreign language as if you're protecting something. i just trying to protect your private life. Right. OK. Which, fair. at the best of times, is all very mysterious. The irony of that is I, th I don't think there's anything about me that you don't know. No, um, that's true. I just don't tell you when I'm exiting people. Um, <laughs> so how's your how's your Icelandic lessons coming on? Um, if I knew the Icelandic word for good, I wouldn't use it. If I knew the Icelandic word for catastrophically badly. Can't be that bad. I am rubbish at foreign languages. Sign language I picked up very quickly, but I think that's because it's a physical language. Spoken you know I struggle with words you know I'm very introverted and very shy and don't really like talking you know it's like I, I yeah it's, it's difficult why well, don't you start with an easy language like something like uh, or an easier language because yes. Icelandic is quite hard isn't it why do you start with something like English or something yeah I, I said that but you were too busy in your own joke I just said <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not learning Icelandic I'm learning Finnish and it's very it's quite tricky I have to say, but I'm enjoying it as much as I enjoy doing these podcasts. <laughs> and so you're uh, top of the class? No, no, I'm not top of the class. And that annoys me. That's that's the most offensive thing about the teacher and the other people in the class, actually. Have you annoyed them? No, I don't start going, who have you upset this week and giving it all of that speak. No, I'm saying the most the, the annoying thing about the teacher and the annoying thing about the class is that I'm not top of it. Shocking. You think a decent teacher and a de decent classmates would let me be top of the class? Anyway, uh, back to your dirty flat. <sighs> what about it? Well, I found you a cleaner. Well, actually, I found you a selection of cleaners. You're very Muswell Hill. I was surprised to hear that you didn't already have your own cleaner. So I've I've done a bit of research for you. And I've found you some cleaners. So Maya uh, is a stunning young lady of Polish heritage. She has a lot of naked cleaning experience and is a very confident individual. She has a great busty physique 
and is one of our most popular cleaners. This is according to the Naked Cleaning website. Something unique about Maya is that she loves the theatre and she loves visiting London parks. She does fully naked cleaning for an hour for £80 or for two hours for 110 I mean, she's going to have to do your place for a week, to be honest. So that's a lot of cleaning. Uh, Kevin, uh, what a physique. Well done, uh, is what it says on here. It says, what a physique. Well done. Something unique. Uh, he's been a professional musician for 15 years. So he knows about dedication to his work. He'll get your bathrooms sparkling and puff your surfaces till they shine. His orientation is gay. I don't know if that changes the quality of the cleaning, to be honest. So you like cleaning, don't you? Yes. And you like taking your clothes off, don't you? Um, so this is something, you know, never mind about finding me naked cleaners. I think this is something you could be earning a little bit of money with. I've been round to your flat. There is no surface untouched with a hoover or a duster or a brush. I've seen the naked uh, photographs of you advertising Diary of a Madman. Uh, and I think this would be a fantastic, you know, I think you should take this up as an alternative to podcasting. Naked cleaning. Mm. Wow. Do you know what? Because actually I'm on furlough from one of my jobs. So this conversation is very welcome and very well timed because I do need to find another uh, income stream. So actually, you're, you, this is this has become a very creative kind of brainstorm session. I do so like why do, why do I need a naked cleaner as opposed to an ordinary cleaner what's the joke going on here it's not about need is it it's about like or want people use the word need when they don't mean need they mean there's very few things we need in life we need to eat drink sleep uh poo not get too hot or too cold after that everything is want but you'll notice people are quite lazy with their language and they say need a lot and they don't mean need so Good. why do i want a naked cleaner well, if you're going to get a cleaner, why would why would you not have a naked cleaner? Well, I think that silence yeah. speaks volumes. Good. So, do you want to know? Do you want me to introduce you to some more of? of no. Do you do you have? What about the staff on your boat? Are they naked? Yeah. So jar number five. My pickle, salt and vinegar, baby lemons. Oh, baby lemons, as opposed to mummy and daddy le lemons. Yes. What's the point of a baby lemon? What do you mean, what's the point of a baby lemon? Well, why don't you just pickle an ordinary lemon? Because I'm pickling baby lemons. So what's a baby lemon? A lemon that's been picked early off the tree before it's got to full size? Or is it a species of lemon that just, just grows small lemons? You obviously don't know the answer to that question, do you? I do. I'm just letting you talk yourself into the ridiculous. No, you're not. No. So what's the answer? Baby lemons is the answer. They're baby lemons. So are they lemons taken off the tree before they're fully developed, or is it a species of lemon tree that grows small lemons? They're baby lemons. <laughs> right, so you don't know the answer. So what's the point of pickling small lemons? Is it because you can get more in a jar? I don't like your tone. <laughs> anyway, baby lemons got a different taste, haven't they? Sweet, I presume. Sweeter? That presumption is the mother of all fuck-ups. So we don't know where they come from. We just know that you buy them. You don't know where baby lemons come from? Well, they come from a lemon tree, but they don't know like what sort of a lemon tree. And a daddy lemon, and they love each other, and then they do things like what you were doing before the podcast, and then eventually one exits the other lemon, and, and then eventually there's a baby lemon. <laughs> do we have baby oranges and baby apples and baby onions? Do you pickle baby onions? Yeah, hang on. Give me a second. 
Oh, hang on. Four, five, six, seven, eight. That's your lot. Nine. Yeah, that's not a baby onion. That's a different thing to an onion. It's the same family, but it's not just a small onion. Babies. Hang on. Nine. God, how many jars have you got? Ten. How many jars have you got? Uh, about thirty-five. <coughs> I don't think there's such a thing as a baby lemon. I think they were just making it up. Fine. I mean, I've got. I've just showed you a jar of baby lemons. I'll Google it later. Blueberries. And then it'll go into the credits of the episode. <laughs> uh, so that's about fifteen jars you've shown me so far. Yeah. Um, Are they baby blueberries or no, mummy and daddy? No, they're, they're mummy and daddy and daddy and daddy and mummy and mummy blueberries. Can you stop being so heteronormative, please? Have you upset anyone this week? No, I don't. You've asked me that already. Then yeah, you well, you actually, you have upset somebody. Oh, uh, yeah, I've had Maria Macarena on the phone. Really? The listeners can remember the conversation we had about Maria Macarena's contract the other day. You know, that was like six months ago, right? No, it wasn't six months ago. <laughs> you promised her... Uh, she was going to have a really big starring part in the podcast. She was in the bedroom and you started promising things. Uh, and apparently they were big things. Uh, and she's just been severely disappointed by their size. Mm. Uh, I had to calm her down. Uh, Jesse Cronson gave you some feedback. Uh, I didn't get any about uh, Tupperware, uh, saying that she loves Tupperware and she wanted to hear more about it on the podcast. Thanks to you. Right. Yes, darling, you really are my best friend. It's so lovely that you phone me every Tuesday afternoon at a quarter past four so we can have a catch-up on what we've been doing in the week. Only yesterday I was thinking of you as I was listening to the latest episode of our favourite podcast, Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds as I was baking some cinnamon rolls. How did you guess? I was using the very same recipe that you gave me that you inherited from your grandmother who died in 1984 after that long and happy life. And I just got them out of the oven and guess what? No, I realized that I hadn't put them in my Tupperware container. Are you honestly going to tell me that you've never heard of a Tupperware container? <laughs> oh my goodness! All the shapes and sizes of the containers that are they're made out of plastic, whose lids are sealed to keep the air tight so the food that you put in makes them stay fresh for a longer time? I can tell you that too. You get them at special parties, parties that are fun that you have to do in your own home. Let me organise one for you next week. We'll drink pop star cocktails and gin. Of course I know that your favourite drink is the gin that tastes like Jaffa cake. We can have that too. When we're finished, we can listen to another episode of our favourite podcast, Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds. Are you free next Wednesday? You are free next Wednesday. Invite all of your friends. And in the meantime... I'm going to write to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds, and ask if they'll do a Tupperware spot for us each week. I'm so sure they will. See you on Wednesday. Bye for now. You know what you should have done? 
What? You should have just what? given her some pickled watermelon rind made on the 10th of October 2020. I also don't, I have to say, I also don't really approve that much of your slightly sexist joke. I think we live in a post Me Too environment and I'm not sure there is a place for that sort of humour where you imply that as a man I've somehow taken advantage uh, of someone else who isn't a man. Uh, so uh, we've got that man who does the sex facts that I can't hear every week. Oh, do you want a sex fact? Is that a No, so if I get him complaining down the, down the phone, uh, you're going to be in big trouble. Sex fact, sex fact, here's a sex fact. Cats and dogs have got a natural born inside their cock. Got what? A natural what? Sex fact, sex fact, here's a sex fact. Cats and dogs have got a natural born inside their cock. A natural born? An actual bone. Is that Scottish accent? You are so ism-y prejudice so that was another fascinating. Uh, oh, we're on to jar number forty-two. Grapes. What was it? Grapes. My baby grapes. Oh, hang on. Shit. Baby grapes. Uh, there's a buzzy thing at the door, and I'm the only person in the building, so I need to get it. So, just for the listeners, we just emphasise that Darren lives on his own uh, yeah. for obvious reasons, uh, and he's just walked off. And of course, when I walk off and leave the podcast, I just get a load of grief. Whereas he can walk off and just expects everything to go on as normal. Uh, I'm going to open it because that's what I'm going to do. Because I don't do delay gratification. Give me a sec. Just open it later. We don't need to open it now. Oh, I don't do delay gratification. It could be something really exciting. Graphification. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Oh, you're not serious. DIY pickling. DIY pickling. Step-by-step recipes for sad, lonely people who live on their own and have no communication skills or lives. Yeah, you've added that, actually. It's no, I didn't. I didn't think. Dill pickles, uh, chutney and kimchi. Oh, uh, so if you can one. pickle, why have you bought yourself a book? Uh, these are birthday potential birthday presents. Fermentation. You are not. Fermentation as metaphor. By Sandor Elix Katz. Yeah, that's just that's just made up. No, it was recommended to me by. That is a joke. It's recommended. Why is it a joke? Fermentation as metaphor. Yeah. Do you know how many people living in Muswell Hill have got that book on their shelves? Probably all of them, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, How many How many working class boys from Essex, Clacton, have got that book on their shelves? Or would buy that as a gift for somebody? I, th- I think that's a very good question. Mm. Apples? Baby apples. No, they're, they're not baby apples. They're grown Every, up. Everything's baby because otherwise you couldn't get them in the jar. No, the lemons are babies. Nothing else is babies. The no, baby you can't apple. get a full-size apple into a jar. Apart from the cucumber. No, you slice them, you idiot. Apart well, from- why don't you just slice the lemon then? Because I wanted to use baby lemons. Well, why don't you want to use baby apples? I think you've got a prejudice against other fruit, actually, that the only babies you would use is lemons. No, I use baby cucumbers. That's not a, that's not a fruit. Um, can you, I'm just going to, I need to move my back. It's getting a bit stiff. Can you just give me a minute? Yeah. Can you not fall over, though? Can you just do walking on a flat surface? And just put the, that's it. Your left foot in front of the right. That's it. And then your right foot in front of the left. 
if you can put the left in front of the right maybe not quite so quickly no that's a bit just gent gently left right right no slow slower come on this is why you fall over yeah, and but maybe if you did some breathing as you did it let you can't go left left right this is why you fall over the left left right thing it's it's not oh. do you know what i give up fall the fuck over really now you're lying on your back like a cow or a tortoise pretending that you can't get up you're not a cow or a tortoise just roll roll to the left roll to the left roll over to the just roll over to the what are you it's not that difficult you are not a cow you have not been tipped and you are not a tortoise you can you you've got this You've got it in you. Just, that's it. Lay on your side. Well done. That's it. And then step up. Well done. And walk back to me. Walk back to me. Walk back to me. Sit down. Put your earphones in. Put your earphones in. That's it. Put your earphones in and start talking. You just need to start talking now. So what's the pen for? What's the pen for? Yeah, you're holding a pen in a quite an aggressive way. Uh, I like to keep notes about my co-presenter. Oh, is that how you remember everything? It's not a magnificently brilliant brain. Uh, it's because you keep notes through every single podcast we do. Well, it's kind of both, to be fair. Basically, I've written cunt a lot. <laughs> you see, <laughs> I absolutely hate that word. And you're the only person that could say it and make me laugh. No, but anyway, Jesse Conson wants a Tupperware section. Who are we? I like to please in the way that naked cleaners like to please. Uh, I will always go the extra mile. Let's have a Tupperware section. It was beautiful, the art that you and Maria Macarena created. Beautiful, lovely. I ain't paying any extra though, just to be clear. Um, but you can get Maria Macarena off my back then. She's and if that sex fact man starts coming around here... She's not exiting you as well, is she? Banging on the door. This podcast is becoming a little bit like Julian and Sandy. So now the sex fact man is banging at your back door. Maria Macarena is on your back. Your partner is exiting you just before the podcast. What, what's going on with your entendre doubly duvets, trebly duvets here? Should we do the promote? Genuine promote or indulgent gloat right it's heads so our genuine promote for today stephen thompson is uh the amazing marcus rashford uh the guy is an inspiration he is passionate he's political and of course he's fighting the government uh to support uh, children at the low end of the, the social spectrum uh, with Fair Share and Food Foundation. He's amazing. And despite the opposition from the government and their nasty uh, conscious cruelty, Marcus Rashford remains positive. He remains non-partisan. He communicates clearly. He's just beautiful. And, and if you want some positive news, if you want to feel good about being a human being and about what human beings can be, Go to his Twitter feed because the businesses that are stepping up and some of the councils that are step stepping up. And to be fair, some of those councils are even conservative led that are actually stepping up to support the cause is amazing. 
Marcus Rashford is a young footballer from a really difficult background. And that's the argument that he's very clear at giving the government is that they organise this society in a way that doesn't support him, uh, didn't encourage him to be the success that he is. However, he is in a position of power and success and he's using that so beautifully. And I have absolute admiration for the guy and I will support him in any way that I can. And I would encourage anybody else to do exactly the same. That is our genuine promote for today. So, wanna know how much you love us? Then give us feedback. Feedback. Susie Q has been in touch. I have to admit, I have been a bit bitter or very bitter about the uh, Beds of Devon promotion that you managed to get six duvets out of. Got a duvet and. Oh, wait. Yeah, uh, and not sharing them with me. Because we're a team. I don't want to share a bed with you. Your partner's already exiting you. Too too close to the deadline for this podcast, for my liking. Anyway. So that joke's way past funny now. Susie Q has just cheered me up a little bit and made me feel slightly better about the fact I don't have eight to 12 duvets and duvet covers by sending, in celebration of the second series, which started a few weeks ago, sending me a nothing-to-see-here pink notepad. Uh, I can rip that. I can write on those and rip them off and put little notes all around my dusty flat. And I could write on there, remember to dust. And, and big up to Susie Q for, for the gift. That's lovely. Keep the gifting coming. We're unashamedly inviting the gifts. Uh, I'm not sharing. I'm just stating now that I'm not sharing my nothing to see here post-it note. That's fine. And... But if we can just, all jokes aside, because you're being a little bit flip, all jokes aside, if we can acknowledge how grateful we are that this programme is supported uh, by Beds of Devon in Cockington. Um, and do, if you find yourself in the area, do do pop in and uh, mention nothing to see here to Brendan, uh, who will give you a generous 15% uh, discount uh, if you mention the Nothing to See Here podcast. Beautiful duvets, beautiful duvet covers, mattresses are sublime. Uh, they also do a whole um, little section of, of uh, beds uh, made to order, uh, pret-a-porter, uh, all sorts of beds. Um, uh, I've got some pickling drilling to do, and basically, I'm going to drill some pickles. That won't work, will it? Because yeah. the, thing, the thing is, with pickling, it needs to be airtight. Maybe I could pickle my drill. I'd like to apologise on behalf of everybody involved in this podcast uh, for your hopelessness. Do you know, of all of the podcasts I've ever done in my life, with all of the co-presenters I've ever worked with, you're easily the worst. Like, and I don't mean like by a little bit, I mean by a lot of bit. I've still absolutely no idea what baby lemons are. Uh, if you Google baby lemon, you get a load of hilarious pictures of the reactions of babies to the taste of lemons. Um, but I have found out that in Morocco, they pickle lemons a lot. They seem to have a smaller size lemon. So who cares anyway? Pickling's for sad people. That was Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, the football episode. Thank you for listening.
cutting all those exiting jokes. You're not. So you may as well, you may as well just stop them because I'm cutting <laughs> them. You're not because they're really immense. That is good news because the amount of TripAdvisor reviews that you've left pretending that you've got poisoned at mine, even though your partner who was exiting you just before this uh, podcast today. Um, Actually, the way I've written that text, you've got every right to <laughs> take the piss. I thought our football chat was really deep.